Alright, hello everybody. This is Brian from Pigskins and Tutus. Like I said last week in last week's segment. And then I was going to do two um, two shows, podcast shows uh, every week now. So I'm probably going to do one every Tuesday night and Saturday night to be able to fill you in on information. Um, we had an interesting week two of football. And... Um, Especially me as a Green Bay Packer fan. Um, I will talk about that in a little bit, about that game that I watched. And uh, what a what an interesting uh, game. What a horrible call. It had a little bit of everything over time. Um, but I wanted to start out with an interesting stat that I found and looked up. And it is teams that start... 0-2 have a 12% chance of making the playoffs. Um, that stat goes back to the, over the last two decades. Um, the last team to do it were was the Saints. Uh, last year, they started 0-2. They came back. They made the playoffs. They made a far run in the playoffs. Um, but they had a really good team. They had a defense that played pretty good last season. Um, top, top 12, I think. And then you have obviously you got Drew Brees in the offense and Kamara the the rookie came out and uh, did play really well. But I'm gonna go through the list here of the 0-2 teams this season, and maybe we can pick out one that can make the playoffs if they get their act together uh, sooner than later. Uh, let's start at number one. The Bills are 0-2. The Bills are not a good football team. They are horrible. Um, they are through a rebuilding. They, um, I don't know why they let Tyrod Taylor go. I guess they didn't think he was better than the quarterbacks they had. Um, they drafted a rookie quarterback, Josh Allen, and he, they didn't want to start him, but since Nathan Peterman was so horrible, they threw. They have to throw him in there because he can't literally be any worse than Nathan Peterman. And they're just a bad football team. They're in rebuilding. They may be the new Cleveland Browns of the NFL, except Cleveland Browns are on this list as well for not making, not winning a game yet, though. So they're 0 2. They've, they've been competitive. Look, Cleveland Browns have been competitive the last two games they played. Um, they just lost to the Saints in overtime, and if their field goal kicker would have made his field goals and, and uh, extra points, they win the game. Um, they. they Played very competitive last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers they were up. Steelers were up twenty-one to seven in the fourth quarter. Browns were able to come back, gets overtime um, for a tie. Well, yeah, they, I guess they're not zero and two. Then they did tie. I forget they tied that game. Um, so they're not on this list. Sorry about that. But uh, to me, and, I, and the reason I say that is to me, a tie is a loss, and that's the way I viewed the Packers game. Um, you got the Raiders on here. I don't know if they're really in a rebuilding year. They are in a transition with John Gruden as a new head coach, and he's trying to find his rhythm there with the team. So far, it hasn't happened. Uh, they played a really good Los Angeles, Angeles Rams team in game one. I didn't expect them to win. Um, and they played Denver Broncos, which is a good rivalry. And usually rivalries, rivalries are played very well and tough. 
and uh, it came down to the wire, and Broncos had a game-winning field goal. So I don't – people are, man, John Gruden doesn't know what he's doing. You know, he's 0-2, yes. Um, the first season of his 10-year contract. So um, let's give him some slack and see what he can do with this team. I don't think the Bills or the Raiders are going to be those teams to make the playoffs, though. You got the Giants that started 0-2. They played the Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, interesting thing, Jacksonville only had two sacks, but they held them to 15 points, and Jacksonville beat them. And then they played the Cowboys, and they lost 20-13. to to And they sacked Eli Manning six times. Um, I am unsure about the New York Giants. They had, they were bad last year. They picked up Saquon Barkley. Uh, he's a beast. They have a great wide receiver crew. They they paid Odell Beckham, and Eli Manning is not a good quarterback, and he's especially not good when you when he's pressured. And what quarterback is great when you're pressured? But he is a bad quarterback as is, and he you put pressure on him and it's game over. So um, they sacked him six times. The Cowboys were up twenty to three in the end of the fourth quarter. The the score really didn't show uh, how dominant. Uh, or how the Giants gotten dominated by the Cowboys. So I don't think they're the team. Um, they I don't know. Unless they turn it around, they get the offensive line going, it could be a team. This offense should not be this bad. Um, we'll wait and see, though. Also, the Lions are on this list. The Lions are a underachieving 8-8 eight eight team almost every year. 9-7 maybe. 8-8. Eight our seven and nine team. They are the middle of the pack, um, and nothing says otherwise. Uh, Matthew Stafford to me is a good quarterback, wasted with with bad talent, bad coaching. They just got Matt Patricia though from from uh, the defensive coordinator that used to play or used to coach for the Patriots, and uh, I heard he's very strict, just like Bill Belichick. And I don't I through uh, through the radio they are already talking about. How the team the team is not uh, meshing well with them. They don't want to put up with these rules. So interesting, interesting. After game one, getting blown out by a rookie quarterback in the New York Jets, they lose last week too. And um, or they lose this week. But uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what you can expect from the Lions uh, other than mediocrity, uh, mediocrity. So you got Seattle on here. Seattle's interesting. They they used to be one of the top teams in the league. Legion of Boom. They went to championships. They won a championship. They lost championship. Legion of Boom got split up because they had to pay Russell Wilson and they couldn't pay everybody. Uh, Earl Thomas is still there, depending on how long that lasts, if they, whether they trade him or whether he gets he gets signed by the Cowboys in the off season. Who knows? He doesn't want to be there, so this will be his last year there if he doesn't get traded before then. Um, so it's really relying on Russell Wilson, and I think he's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong; he's a good, he's a guy that can make plays happen. He's made him happen against my team, where you think, "Oh, this play's a bust," and the next thing you know, he throws the ball and they run forty-five yards down the field, and you're going, "What in the world has happened?" And he, he's a good quarterback. I, I just don't think they have a really good offensive line. I don't think they have a consistent. Um, offense. Um, 
And without consistency there, I don't think Russell Wilson's going to be able to take his team over the hump. And they're and they're so inconsistent on and they usually they usually play down. It seems like they've been playing down to their the talent of their teams. So uh, we'll see if they can make the playoffs. And out of this team, you also got the all of this list. You got seven teams that are zero and two. You got the Cardinals, and I think. Um, I think they're pretty much in a, in a rebuilding year. I think they need to put in the rookie quarterback, DeRozan, and see if he can. Uh, um, DeRozan and see if he can um, be their future quarterback. And I think it's what it's all about when you when you when you get a quarterback the first round, you really want to see uh, what he's capable of. And I'm I'm all for to me I'm all for sitting your quarterback, sitting behind. a couple years of a, of a good quarter of a decent quarterback that's going to be able to teach him things now my team Aaron Rodgers set behind Brett Favre a legend and uh I think they helped him out a lot and um to sit and watch and and Aaron Rodgers is amazing I just like that better than throwing a rookie in and saying here you go we're going to feed you to the Sharks and hope you succeed because you're putting a lot of money on him and you're putting a lot of uh hope in him as your number one uh her first round draft pick um, on this list that I've just named the seven teams, the Bills, Texans, Raiders, Giants, Lions, Seattle, Arizona, it's going to be tough. I, I'm going to have to go with the Texans. I think the Texans, if anybody can do it, to make the playoffs this year starting 0-2, I think it's them. And I think they, their defense will come around if they can stay healthy. And I think Deshaun Watson has obviously got to play better, make better decisions with the football but if he can just have a glimpse of what he had and be consistent with what he had last season um, with their wide receiver core there, I think they'll be able to make a wild card um, and and be a playoff team. And I was going to go with Seattle, but if you don't win your division this year in the NFC, I've said it before, you're probably not making the playoffs. Um so Seattle, I don't think they're going to win their division. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And I also thought about the Giants. When Olivier Vernon comes back and this offense gets on rhythm because they're great, they have great wide receivers, and who knows, the, the Giants are known to make, make the playoffs in a wild card, and next thing you know, they're, they're winning the Super Bowl. So you can't count them out. But, but Texans probably have the better chance, in my opinion, on the 0-2 teams. The Saints last year, they had a really good team. Um, if it wasn't for one play against the Minnesota Vikings, they would have gone on to the next round of playoffs. So, and with Drew Brees, a guy that's great, great quarterback that you can rely on to throw the ball well and uh, not cost you the game. They played good last season. I'm hoping they can play good this season too. I, um, they've started off pretty slow. But uh, they're one and one. Interesting story is Antonio Brown did not show up to practice. Um, don't really know much about it other than that. He didn't show up. We don't know what's going on. Is there more drama with the Pittsburgh Steelers? This is, seems to be a drama-loaded team coming in this year with the Le'Veon Bell holdout and how long is he going to hold out? And he held out game one and he was going to come at game two, but his players, his own players, are talking down about him. And but Antonio Brown had his back and. 
and now and Le'Veon Bell's not showing up for game two, and and because his players talked out about him, so it's just a big drama. Is is Ben Roethlisberger done in this league? He was gonna he thought about retiring. He comes back. He's throwing interceptions left and right. This team is 0 and two. Just a bunch of unanswered questions there in Pittsburgh, um, and the drama continues. It seems like. All right, I'm going to talk about the Green Bay game. It'll probably be the thing, last thing I talk about before I go to bed. I predicted Green Bay to lose this game to Minnesota. Minnesota's the better team this season. They have the better defense. They have... Um, it's tough to say the better offense. They do have a good... They they Okay, they have a better offense than they had last season with Kirk Cousins. And I wasn't sold on Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. And or sorry, with Washington, and he comes in, and I look at his stats, and I go, wait a minute, this guy in Washington put up four thousand yards, and had really no supporting cast, so he's better than Casey Keenum. We all know that, and he comes in with a supporting cast, with Diggs and Thielen, and. Uh, the running back Cook, and the running back I believe Murray, and uh, Kyle Rudolph. He's got a big supporting cast, and um, let's just say I I believe in Kirk Cousins. And he, he played lights out. He um he had 425 yards, four touchdowns in this game. They started off slow. And the reason I'm, I'm still I'm still pretty frustrated about this game is because we had our opportunities to win. A lot of people let me get this let me get this out right now. The the pass interference or, or sorry the roughing the penalty call against Clay Matthews was the biggest load of crap I ever seen in my life. It was a basic tackle on a quarterback. He didn't hit him late. He didn't hit him too low. He didn't hit him helmet to helmet. He didn't hit him in the head. He hit him in the waist. He took him to the ground. He even had one arm on the ground to kind of brace himself. And he gets a roughing the passing penalty, which on that play, Kirk Cousins throws a pick. And game over. Alexander lights out. Done. Green Bay wins the game. But that penalty screws us. Gives them the ball, the first down with 15 extra yards. And they drive down the field and and uh, score the touchdown and they get the two point conversion to to get it to overtime. Well, not they tie the game. We come down with thirty with thirty one seconds on the clock, no timeouts. Aaron Rodgers drives us down the field, miracle uh throws and, and just with tell me who by who anybody else with no timeouts and thirty seconds is is driving your team down the field for a field goal. Doesn't happen a lot, and Aaron Rodgers does it quite a bit. And and uh, Mason Crosby settles for a 52-yard field goal. He misses it, or he makes it. They ice him. He misses it. We go to overtime. And let me just be clear. The, the, that penalty was horrible. A lot of people will agree with that. But that's not the reason we lost the game. And I'm not one to believe that one penalty will cost you the game. It's it's what happens in the game. It's the um, the missed opportunities. And Green Bay had a lot of missed opportunities to put this game away. We had five field goals. And we're sitting here in the mall. I told my wife, this is a big game. This has big implications on who could be the, the, the vision leader 
heading into the, the to win the division. And we're sitting here and we're we're kicking field goals and and I'm getting frustrated. And the wife's like, "Well, we're scoring points, you know. We're, we're at least we're getting field goals." I go, "Yeah, but that's gonna bite us in the in the butt in the end." And, and exactly what it did, we left room for Minnesota to come back. And we, you you take two of those field goals. Well, okay, just literally one of those field goals and turn them into a touchdown. And the game's the game's different. Um, we we score two or three touchdowns instead of five field goals. It, Green Bay. We're talking about how Green Bay blows out Minnesota, who's predicted to win this game, who's predicted to win this division this year, and who's predicted by some to even go to the Super Bowl and win it. So that was tough for me. Even though I predicted Minnesota to win this game, uh, we had so many chances. You have um, you have uh, Devontae Adams dropping a pass in the end zone. Now he did get hit pretty well. But he got to catch those balls. He dropped the, dropped the ball in the end zone. Um, we took our chance there. We could have. We 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 could have. Vikings had what two field two timeouts left. We could have easily ran the ball, kicked the field goal, make them use their timeouts, and then they have less time to come down the field. But they they got the ball back. They have two two timeouts, so they have plenty of opportunity to, to drive down the field. And that's exactly what they did. Um. And Aaron Rodgers at the end of the game said it, said it best. We had so many opportunities. We had five field goals, and we couldn't turn them into two touchdowns. Um, we had one. We had one touchdown to Graham. It looked so easy, but it came back with a holding penalty. Um, just mental mistakes. Aaron Rodgers looked pretty good though. He, he was he had two two hundred eighty one yards. He only had one touchdown pass. Um, but he looked good. He looked. Good enough to get around. He um, wasn't a sitting duck. And he also ran a couple times. And he ran the first time. And I'm sitting over in my chair going, oh, what are you doing? Dove head first, too. What are you doing? Got the first down. But he proves this time and time again. He's going to do what it takes to um, be out there and play for his teammates. And uh, it was great watching him. But he didn't look as limited as I expected him to be. And the fourth quarter is another issue. Gave up 22 points in the fourth quarter. That was huge. Uh, they pin in Devon House, who hasn't played in a little bit. And he gets blown away by Diggs for a long pass from Cousins. And my question is, why is House even in there? House should be on the bench. Josh Jackson, Josh Jones, Jerry Alexander should be in there covering him. Somebody that wouldn't get blown away. I'm fine if you if you get a long pass and he catches it if it's contested. Okay, well, kudos kudos for you. But he got blown away. He had two or three steps. Um, Thielen makes a miraculous catch on the sideline. The ball goes between two defenders of Green Bay, and right in his arms, he holds on to it for the for the touchdown. It was a really good game. Um, another thing you could talk about is Minnesota kicker missing three field goals. Which ultimately they they would have won they should have won this game with the three field goals that he missed, uh, even including in overtime. And he's out of a job now. Minnesota has cut him, and they have hired Dan Bailey, the old kicker from the Dallas Cowboys. And um, so they have no faith in that kicker. And the kicker came out and said he didn't have any faith in himself. So I don't blame him. I actually was joking the other day at work is Dan Bailey still out there in Minnesota. And Cleveland Browns looks like they need a kicker, and uh, Minnesota actually went and got him. 
So we'll see if Dan Bailey's still um, able to do it, which I believe he is. But I hope he stinks because he plays for Minnesota. And I don't want to face him if he's still as good as he was with Dallas. All right. Well, it's going to be a short show today. Um, I won't be doing a show on Saturday. I got uh, some basically family. They're good friends of ours coming in town. We're going to go to the Ranger game Saturday. So pray that it doesn't rain. It's supposed to rain all weekend long. And we can't get refunds on the tickets. So we will be sitting out there in ponchos, in the rain. Hopefully it doesn't get delayed or, or canceled. Um, so wish us luck on that. And just really looking forward to um, spending time with the family and spending time with uh, our friends Casey and Tara and their little one. So wish us luck that it doesn't rain on us. And we will see you next Tuesday night to talk about the third uh, NFL week three, sorry, NFL week three. And I can't believe it's already in week three. The NFL season tends to fly by because we're having so much fun with it. But other than that, I wish you guys a good rest of the week. Can't wait till Friday as always. And I wish you farewell. Good night.